Hello, and welcome to another episode of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Miguel Garza. We've also got... Heather. Just Heather. <laughs> Emma Horstet Minions. You have Minions now? I have Minions. Is that what our fans are supposed to call themselves? Horstet <laughs> Minions? I have 71 Minions. Well, good for you. <laughs> Really sad. I, I think I think we got a few more than that, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. We got to come up with a better name for our fans than Horse Step Minions. Why do they go clip clop clip clop? <laughs> That's what my wife says. <laughs> <laughs> There's our intro. <laughs> no, no. Yes, not. yes. I'm gonna get clip clop clip clop, and then your horse. <laughs> That's gonna be our intro. <laughs> What's the name of this episode, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, well then let's continue on then. <laughs> Alright, well, today on the show we were supposed to have uh, Jordan Kroger, who is running a Kickstarter for his book, Wolf and Man. Uh, I hadn't really promoted it a whole lot. I talked a little bit about it on Twitter or Facebook earlier in the week, but I didn't really like start a whole advertising campaign about him being on the show. He emailed me and told me that some stuff came up and he wasn't going to be able to make it on, which is unfortunate, but... I guess yeah, I was psyched, man. I wanted to talk about some wolves. Yeah. And some guys. Some, some no, wolves. just the some wolves. wolves and some men. The wolves would have been just as good for me. <laughs> we flew about the guys. Wolves killing guys. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but anyways. That's, <laughs> anyways, that's what happened. So if anybody is actually wondering why he's not on the show, he pulled out at the last minute, so. <laughs> I guess that's what you're supposed to do. And there's the title. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) And he pulled out. (laughs) So let's talk comics. All right. Let's talk our top two comics of the week. What were your favorite two, Miguel? Number one or number two? (laughs) Number two. This isn't your bathroom choice. (laughs) (laughs) Number two for me was uh, East to West. Okay. It was, I don't have the words to describe it. It's just death dealing with that entity. Loses an eyeball. I don't want to give away too much, but it was uh, pretty good. It was uh, a good story. He went off to go see the other guy, and all kinds of crazy crap was happening. Yeah, it was really dark. Uh, I um, loved it. I thought it, it was, was great. It was, yeah. It's something I've been waiting to see. You know, death get really nasty, and uh, it was really good. I enjoyed the book. Uh, my number one was Deadpool. Okay. Uh, I'm not like you. I'm not a big Deadpool fan, so I'm not, you know, not saying I'm biased to it. But the storyline has been so much involving his past and everything that happened to him and him dealing with Preston in his head and trying to get out of it. The whole battle between him and Crossbones, uh, the funny part talking and then the fighting and then him just finally losing it. Yeah, it's great to see him just being a hardcore fighter and, and, and really showcasing his mercenary skills. And at the same time, like getting some of his edgy jokes back, even though Madcap is no longer inside of his head. And I'm not really sure what, what happened with Preston, but... It seems like she got a split personality. Like the good portions of Preston went yeah, to her L and D, and the bad ones stayed, which are just encouraging Deadpool to be more of an asshole. Well, I think the thing that got to me was he's like suffering while he's being a badass. You can actually feel yeah. it in the book, and so it's just like well, the events of Good, Bad, and Ugly were so traumatic for him. I mean, you really get to see a more sensitive side of Deadpool, which is something that nobody's really explored. I mean, they've touched on it a few times. Joe Kelly's run and a few things that happen in, in the first series of Deadpool, his like relationship with Siren and some things like that. But the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is the first story where you really see his humanity. Because most of the time, he just uses his comedy as a defense mechanism and turns everything into a joke, but there's no way he can turn. I think this run of Deadpool was just totally awesome. I think they knocked it out of the park from book one till now. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's just been really good. 
funny, heart-touching, violent, everything you want. Yeah, I so absolutely love those it. Those were my one and two. Okay. Mine are the exact same two, actually, except mine, are, get. mine are flipped. I thought Deadpool was great this week. The fight scenes between him and Crossbones were pretty epic. You really got to see how strong Crossbones really is and how good of a fighter Deadpool really is. But uh, I felt like East of West was a slightly better book just because it's something that's been building for a long time and we're reaching the climax of that story, whereas Deadpool's kind of on a downslope from its climax. You see him coping with all the things that are going on instead of seeing you know the build-up or the actual you know, big event. And, uh, I don't know. It just is East of West just felt more to me like it was moving towards that big, huge climax we've been waiting for with the death. And uh, I'm just really excited to see where it goes. I love that book. Okay. So you pull out and we have climax. What is wrong with you today, man? <laughs> I'm just wondering what is going on here. Did I miss something? I'm frustrated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Yolk, it's a yolk, man. I agree with you, but I just think Deadpool <laughs> because... Are you frustrated too? <laughs> I'm good. No. <laughs> I'm fine. He saw Eva Green today. He's okay. Nice. I saw a lot of killing today. I'm good. You went and saw the new 300 movie? Yes. Came to my house. Oh my God, the boobs! Oh my God, the boobs! <laughs> what am I supposed to say? It was like 15 oh minutes of, oh my God, the boobs! What am I supposed to say? Oh my God, the guys with no shirt. The guys with no shirt. Exactly. Yeah, really? Come on. He's no. so sexy. That's the episode name. Oh my god, the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but funny, that's you saying it. Doesn't matter. It's your words against mine. So Those words never came out of my mouth. <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> no, whatever. But um, back to the Deadpool thing I was going to tell you. You said some key words how East and West is getting to that climax and how you felt Deadpool was still in a downward, you know, I just think, yeah, he's had his moments back in the past where he's vulnerable, he's thinking about stuff, but it's always been joke, 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 you know, I'm never going to show my vulnerability. And I think the last couple episodes, it's still out there. And that's what's probably bringing new people in who've never read him before. I mean, if anyone even listens to half the stuff we say, or you hear from the people when you go to a comic book store, that's probably what they're saying if they've never really dealt with it. And it's really good. It's good to see that. Deadpool's one of those characters that you either love him or you hate him. And a lot of people just hate him for arbitrary reasons. They don't like him showing up on other books and acting a fool. They don't like him showing up on covers all the time. Or they feel like Marvel's trying to force him down their throats. So they won't even give a Deadpool book a chance, which is really unfortunate because this whole third series has just been amazing. Brian Posehn and Jerry Dugan have been knocking it out of the park. And you've seen so many different aspects of Deadpool that you haven't seen in a long, long time. Nothing that Daniel Way ever wrote came close to any of this stuff. You've seen the deep, emotional sides of Deadpool. You're seeing Deadpool really kick ass. And I can't imagine it being much better than it is. Yeah, I, I can't either. I don't know where else they can go, but they'll probably surprise us in the next. Oh, I'm sure they like, will. Wow, because you know he's flying away. He's doing his own thing now, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're they're fantastic writers. So I, all I have is high expectations for what's coming in the future. Same here. So, anyways, a couple weeks ago we were in Florida, and one of the things we did while I was there was go and uh, check out one of the local comic shops, and uh, I found a few good deals. One of the books I picked up was the first appearance of Hobgoblin. Got it for a really good price of only forty bucks plus tax. I, I was pretty happy with that, but uh, I was also looking for some things to read, and one of the books that I picked up off the shelf was a book called Coffin Hill. I picked up the first issue. It's a book that I had seen advertised before, I had read a little bit about, but for some reason I just never really was that interested because the synopsis I read wasn't that interesting. But I was in Florida and I was looking for something new to read and they had the first issue, so I said, what the heck? It's so good. Yes, it is. It's so good. I'm still disappointed with you. Why? You could have picked me up a number one. They only had one copy. Well, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good enough reason, right? Yeah, I guess. But it's it's written by Caitlin Kittredge and drawn by Inaki Miranda. I really hope I'm saying her name right. And it's a story of this witch 
or the daughter of a witch, I guess, rather, who lives mm-hmm. on, in a mansion on Coffin Hill. And her family is this long history of witchcraft and, and being part of this coven that has some secret. And one day she's just fucking around with some of her friends and they go out in the woods and they're trying to perform witchery. <laughs> <laughs> And cast spells and do crazy stuff, and they're just messing around with powers Witchery. they don't. Yeah, they're Is that just a word. Yeah, <laughs> they're just playing with powers they don't fully understand. And she accidentally summons this creature that basically butchers her best friend, and it's something she's had to live with for her whole life because she can't really explain it to the cops, she can't really explain it to the girl's parents or or even the girl's boyfriend or their other friend who ran away. She's the only one that knows what happened, and it's haunted her for years and years and years. And she grows up, she becomes a cop, she goes back to Coffin Hill. Mm-hmm. and meets up with the girl's boyfriend, who's also a cop at this point. He's the one that ran. Right, he's the one that ran, and you know she has to start helping him solve cases because they there's more witchcraft going on and more kids experimenting with stuff that they shouldn't be. Yeah, they're going into the into the Coppin Hill woods, and they disappear. Yes, and it's, it's exactly how I would imagine a witchcraft book being. That's really the best way I could put it. I, I just find it very enjoyable. It's very well written. The, the characters are all very likable, even though you know they do some pretty heinous things. Yeah, the art's nice, too. The art is fantastic. I can't say enough good things about the book. I guarantee anyone who's into that type of religion is probably picking up these books. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with that. <laughs> Anybody who's into a good story is probably picking up these books. I don't think it has anything to do with like being a witch. <laughs> well... I'm no witch. Mm-hmm. No warlock. Uh, I don't believe you. What? <laughs> hocus pocus. <laughs> no, the... Uh, I under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the books. I really do. Nice story. All the craziness, like you said, is happening. The best friend and the psych ward and then the creatures inside and whatnot. I'm like, oh. Yeah, there's so many places they can go with the story. And it's very interesting what they've done so far. It's a really good book. Yeah. So... Anybody out there, I think the first trade paperback is going to come out pretty soon. You should definitely check it out. Uh, they just released issue six this past week. Yeah, but you can still find the other ones out there, too, the single issues if you want. Well, you can, but it's it's not always easy to find the back issues. I mean, not everybody likes to use eBay. Uh, true, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, as you may or may not know from our last episode, we finally have a sponsor. Sponsor? That's right. Magisil? <laughs> no. A <laughs> little bit better than that. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, what are you trying to say? <laughs> well, I personally have never had a yeast infection that, <laughs> that I've needed some Vagisil to clear up. Whoa. But I have listened to some audiobooks in the past. Mm. And the best place to listen to audiobooks, audible.com. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Audible, audible.com is really awesome because they have like so many different things that you can choose from to listen to. Over 150,000 titles, I believe, correct? There is over 150,000 titles and in all genres. There's thrillers, business, romance, comedy, sci-fi, and basically anything you could want you can find there. Except for comics, unfortunately. I don't think there's comic audiobooks. Oh, man. Or else they'd have more comic kind of theater like we had in the first episode. <laughs> nice. So you can put these on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or even your MP3 player. Basically any mobile app, yeah. Sweet. So in order to support the show, what we're asking is for our listeners to go to audibletrial.com slash comical and sign up for an account. And basically what you get is a free 30-day trial, and you also get a credit for one free audiobook. You don't have to keep your account past the 30 days if you don't like the service, but uh, it's very easy to cancel. All you have to do is go into your membership account, click cancel, and, and answer a couple questions, and it's really simple. If you go and try it out, it helps the show, it supports us, and we want to support you guys too. So for every person that does go and create an account, we are going to ask that you email us a copy of your receipt to comicalpodcast at gmail.com, and in a few weeks, we're going to release a bonus episode that is really more of a blooper episode. That's horrible. Some of the terrible outtakes we have. Destroy we, it. 
<laughs> Miguel saying really, really dumb things and me making fun of him for it. Why is it gotta be me all the time saying dumb things? Never I, mind. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> so if you want to get access to this blooper episode, all you have to do is sign up and email me a copy of the receipt, forward it to me, and uh, as soon as we go ahead and get this thing edited and put out there. I will send you the link, and you can download it and listen to it. It's going to be pretty funny. Nice. I've, I've listened to a lot of the bloopers, and they are really funny. So basically, our podcast is now brought to you by AudibleTrial.com. AudibleTrial.com slash comical. Gotcha. I'm excited. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So back to the show. All right. <laughs> what we have next is something oh, that I brainstormed throughout the week. A lot of our episodes are just us talking about comics and the things we like about comics and comic-related news and comic-related stories and just laughing about comics. But so we're we a one-trick pony? We haven't really gotten to know each other in front of you guys yet. Like, you don't really know me that well. You don't really know Miguel that well. So I came up with a really... That's a good thing. I don't think so. <laughs> I came up with a really unusual way for us to tell you a little bit about ourselves every week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with Miguel this week, and then it'll bounce around. Heather will get involved, too. When we ever, Whenever we have guest stars on the show, they'll get involved, too. It's kind of suspect. <laughs> Miguel always gets to go first. Eh, it's funnier if you go first. <laughs> It's funnier to me, at least. Yeah, because you're all for the comedy. I know this. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to call this segment, Tell Me a Funny Story. Hmm. So Miguel, tell me a funny story. Well, it may not be funny to everybody else. I'm just saying. Give it your best shot. <laughs> Okay, this one time at band camp. <laughs> no. No, no, okay. No. Well, I have a story to tell. My wife tends to tell me that I have a little too much junk in the trunk, <laughs> and that kind of causes problems. But I've had this particular issue happen to me without having said junk in the trunk. Take you back a couple of years, I was at a Christmas party where I used to work at, having a good time on the dance floor, just, you know, just shaking around like I'm going crazy, dropping, doing this. And I had the craziness to do a split. Don't ask me why. I think someone egged me on. I was not drunk. I was still a young man, and I decided to do the splits. So what do you think happened? Rip. <laughs> I'm talking not a little rip. I'm talking from, like, the front to the back. <laughs> so I have, like, leg sleeves, okay, if <laughs> they want to attach to the ass. So my junk, pretty much, my drawers kind of just, like, so falling you, out. You held <laughs> your pants together and horse stepped out of there? <laughs> no, I... Nice. Squeeze them really tight, and uh, my friends were with me. Uh, they kind of formed a little circle around me, and we walked out. <laughs> and I went back to the place I was at and put on some jeans and came back to the party. I was pretty embarrassed because people knew what had happened. <laughs> but to take it even further, her wife went to go visit her apartment uh, before we were still kind of dating. I was there trying to get dressed real quick to get to work. Um, <laughs> kind of put on the... The pants were quick and hard. He got the door. The same pants? Rip. Oh. <laughs> Different pair of pants. <laughs> Ripped right up the middle. Nice. Of course, now my wife tells me I have something in common with SpongeBob. I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came around just to put him down, SpongeBob turned into a clown. And no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. And Stop. you think it'll only be twice, but it's happened three times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. I think these pants aren't a really good quality, you know, or maybe I wear them out. I've worn them too long. I have no idea. But I tend to rip my pants in the crotch area, not on purpose, <laughs> or in the ass area. So it's quite embarrassing, you know, to be out in public dancing, gyrating like an idiot. Maybe your problem isn't that you rip your pants. Maybe your problem is you're dancing. I got skills, man. <laughs> so I don't know if you think my story is funny, but it's pretty much anytime I go to a club, which hasn't been in a long time, where if I could do anything, you tear dancing, your pants. 
Every, no, every single no, time you no, dance. No, no, no. I buy new pants and <laughs> no, I, no. I don't he's dance already, as much anymore. Did you pants. figure out you needed to keep backup pants in the car? <laughs> every time I you go dancing? I do have a pair of pants. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's, he's already kind of ripped them so he can, it's, it's a way to get the attention of the ladies. I, I think that's what it is. I don't think my wife wants me to get attention of any other ladies. <laughs> no, you're trying to get her attention. This, this was all for her. It has nothing to do with any other ladies. I'm, I'm just saying for her. Have you met my wife? Do you I know have. how much she makes fun of me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're just, yeah, that's it. You have no idea the ridicule I had to deal with when that's I ripped it. my pants around her. Oh, I can imagine. The jokes? Oh, I can imagine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you ripped your pants once. I didn't make jokes. Well, I ripped my pants a few times, too, but... I've, I've always tried to help you. While dancing? No, because I don't really dance. Oh. Well, your pants almost did fall down that one time. My pants did fall down one time. <laughs> I, uh, Full moon. It's not supposed to be my funny story, but I guess I can tell it. Go ahead. I went to a, a friend of mine's wedding, and I didn't try on the tuxedo oh, before I went. <laughs> yeah, I didn't try on the tuxedo before I went. And when I got there, we were supposed to be taking pictures, and the place where we were meeting was way far in the back. So by the time I got there, they were all dressed and all ready to go. And I was like, okay, hang on, guys. I'm going to go in the bathroom and change. We'll, t- we'll do this real quick. So I ran in there. I got changed. But I hadn't, I hadn't gotten a chance to try on my tuxedo before I went, because it was like basically pick it up, run to the place, Go to the cabin where you're changing, change. And I did all that, except my pants were about seven sizes too big. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, crap, what am I supposed to do? And they didn't give me any suspenders. So I was digging around in my bag, couldn't find suspenders. I had to borrow a pair of suspenders from one of the other guys, like skinnier dude who pants were going to stay up on his own anyways. Mm-hmm. So I borrowed his suspenders, put them on. I looked like I was fucking a clown with these giant <laughs> rodeo oh, pants. Man. Hanging off me. And it wasn't a problem uh-huh. until uh, I got dragged out on the dance floor by the bride. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't say no to her. It was kind of like I had to go because it was the bride. You know how you do that? No. <laughs> well, I said no. I said no like 15 times, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. She just said you feel like throwing up. You can up. never say no to a bride. That's like that's, her that's what Heather said, so I had to go. <laughs> exactly, and I know. I, I do this like... You could have quickly like, oh, I'm going to throw up. Run away. So I went out there and I was I was dancing like a jackass, doing all kinds of stupid moves and stuff. Do we have video of this? No. no. Oh. And the suspenders kept getting looser and looser until uh-huh. they finally fell off and I was like holding my pants and I was still dancing like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to come down. Luckily the shirt was pretty long, so nobody got a full moon view, but So you were dropping like it hot? <laughs> Well, there's nothing hot there. (laughs) Well, I thought there was. Whoa! I thought there was. I'm glad you think so. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all that matters in this story, right? So, uh... So you drop your pants, I rip mine. We're such a messed up group. Whoa! Maybe that's the episode title. (laughs) You drop your pants, I rip mine. There's so many great one-liners oh, in this episode. <laughs> well, since how many times are we going to be doing this? Tell me a funny story segment. This is like going to be an ongoing thing now. Oh, it's absolutely going to be an ongoing oh, thing. Oh my god! I think our listeners want to know us a little bit better. I and uh, the best way for them to know things about our lives that are not comic-related is probably this: try to tell funny stories about things that have happened to us. Okay. So uh, next week, I'll try to come up with something a little bit better than rip my pants. I'll try something. I'll, I'll dig, you know, dig deep. I got to take my gonko baloney. Yeah. Don't go baloney. You want to tell that story? No. <laughs> we'll see that one right, next I'll, week. I'm, no, I'm going to tell. I'm gonna no, tell. no. Hold you on next you week. Can't, you can't say it and then I'll explain it. I'll forget it next week. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, go ahead. Tell the story then since you want to throw out all kinds of stuff about me tonight. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I take Ginkgo Biloba. Uh, I used to be a professional gamer, so I was always looking for that little bit of an edge. 
And that's how I started taking it, because it enhances your memory, increases your blood flow. Who are you, Lance Armstrong? No, well, <laughs> and the kind of gaming I was doing, that didn't really matter. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and it's always improved my memory and always helped me with uh, memorization and whatever else. I mean, it's, it's a good supplement to take. Okay. So anyways, one day, you're at work, and you're complaining you can't ever remember anything. And I said, why don't you take any Ginkgo Biloba? And you're like, what's that? So I told you. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to remember to get some of that when I go to the store. Mm-hmm. So then the next day, you were like... What's that stuff called? I went to the store, but I forgot. Is it, uh, it Gonko Bologna or something like that? <laughs> so ever since that fateful day, whenever you forget something, I'm like, did you take your Gonko Bologna? No, I forgot. <laughs> I have some at the house. I know you do. Ask me the last time I took it. When? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I'm so sad. A couple of weeks ago, I think. Maybe two, three weeks. Maybe. I just forget. I mean, I don't mean to forget. I know where it's at. I just forget to get that in my vitamins. Well, once you start taking it, it'll start a chain reaction. You won't forget every day. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But you know, when I went to go get it at Kroger, I told my wife, hey, Justin said there's some stuff good for your memory. I said, I, what? He said something about bologna, gunko, gunko, bologna, gunko, biloba. What? What? Oh, my wife knew exactly what it was. How you know that? So, there it is. It's pretty impressive that somebody can figure out what you're talking about when you say Gonko Bologna. <laughs> she knows me. Apparently. Mm-hmm. As she should. Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, I don't know how funny those stories were, but we'll do better. Okay. I don't have any funny stories. Oh, you got plenty of funny stories. Just It's not your turn yet. <laughs> it's not my turn. It can be my turn. It's my turn when I say it's my turn. I'll, I'll ask you to tell us a funny story next week. How about that? Sure. Okay. So, next week, tune in for Heather's funny story. Yes. Sure. <laughs> well, let's get back on topic. Let's okay. talk some more comic stuff. All right. Did you see the, the TV news this week? Uh, damn, I need that Goku Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have seen some TV news. There's some real cool TV news this week. I um, know. They still haven't found that airplane that crashed or someone hijacked. I don't know what's going on. Oh, not that type of news. My bad. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there is that, and that's a serious subject. But there's no serious subjects <laughs> on this show. It's comedy. <laughs> you must be talking about Gotham. Gotham, The Flash. Whoa, Constantine? Constantine. I didn't know that one. Today? Like Keanu Reeves Constantine? No, 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 not Keanu Reeves Constantine. Let's start with Constantine, that's fine. Okay, like John Constantine? John Constantine. DC is doing Constantine TV series. No shit. Well, they announced it a while ago. You should have already known about it. (laughs) Well, maybe I do. I I can take my gumbo alone in three weeks, what the hell? But today, they released the first images of the actor Matt Ryan in the Constantine outfit. I know that guy. Do you? I think so. Is he the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> see, check out this picture. There's a picture of uh, Matt Ryan as Constantine. I can't see it. Oh, maybe I should open my eyes. Oh, yeah. So what do you think? Looks pretty good. More accurate portrayal than Keanu Reeves? Yeah, definitely. I think so, too. He looks kind of badass. I like the way he looks. Yeah, looks yeah. like a drifter. So that's cool. I mean, that, that series is moving along. That one's going to be on NBC. NBC? Yeah. Yeah, all the DC sh- all the DC shows are coming out on different networks, apparently. What? Yeah. Please tell me none of them were coming on Fox. Because you know Fox is that quick axe. Like, done. Gone. Finished. Gotham's actually coming out on Fox. Holy crap. That's what I thought. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Man, they're going to have to come out strong because you know Fox will pull that thing quick. I'm pretty excited for Gotham. This week they released the website finally. They released the logo and they released the plot synopsis. Yes. Uh, some of the highlights of that are that uh, Gotham is going to follow Gordon. It's going to follow his rise from rookie to all the way to commissioner. Cool. We know for a fact that there's five villains that have been cast in the show, mm-hmm. which are Penguin, the Riddler, nice. Catwoman, Two-Face, and King Tut. Yes! No, it's not King Tut. It's obviously the Joker. Of course. <laughs> you can't have a show about Batman without, obviously, the Joker. We know that Gordon is going to initially be partnered with the quote-unquote legendary Detective Harvey Bullock. 
dumbass. <laughs> hey, which which version of Harvey Bullock? See, I don't know. I don't know if legendary in quotes means he's actually going to be a good detective or if he's going to be the fat, bumbling idiot that we had <laughs> in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, legendary could really mean one of one of either. Wait, so you said they're going to start off with a young James Gordon. They're starting off with a young James Gordon, yes. So means Bruce Wayne's going to be... Bruce Wayne's also going to be young. He's going to be the kid from uh, the Fox show Touch with uh, Kiefer Sutherland that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it, it was okay. It wasn't yeah, a great show. Bad. But the kid's a good the kid's a good actor. I don't okay. remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he's uh, a really good actor. Hmm. I can I, see I can see him being a good young Bruce Wayne. I yeah, like Gordon is uh McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He was from the OC. And Southland. <laughs> yeah. Well we won't hold that against him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's from Austin, Texas, actually. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. But the the plot for Gotham is that uh, you know, Gordon's this rookie cop. And his first case is going to be the murder of, Bruce, of Bruce's parents, Martha and Thomas Wayne. Nice. And when he comes to the crime scene, he's going to meet Bruce, and they're going to become unlikely friends, and he's going to vow to Bruce that he's going to try to find the killers, or the killer, uh, of his parents. And the series is going to focus on the friendship between the two of them, which is going to be kind of unusual, because you've always seen Gordon having an impact on Bruce as a young kid, mm-hmm. but you've never really seen how much of the relationship actually was as he was growing up. Because every time you see Bruce Wayne as an adult, James Gordon's not really a friend of his. He's just somebody that he goes and visits as Batman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really different take. That's going to be kind of cool, actually. He's going he's gonna to serve as kind of a second mentor, I guess. Alfred's going to be the first mentor, obviously, but I'm assuming James Gordon's going to be the second mentor it's kind of like for his Bruce third, Wayne. Kind of like his third dad. Yeah, somebody else that's going to shape him into becoming Batman. So there's going to be a lot of origins then, a lot of origin stories on the other people it's, as well then. Yeah, it's going to be a retelling of all the origins, which nice. kind of excites me and kind of worries me, because the coolest thing about the Joker is that we've never actually gotten a legit origin story for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all kind of you know, muddled in shadow what actually happened that turned him into who he is. There's, there's, there was kind of an origin story in the, in the first Michael Keaton Batman movie, yeah. but that was pretty different than the actual comics. In the comics, they've never flat out said where Joker came from. There's some speculation that he was the original first Red Hood. Yes. Uh, there's some speculation that he's just this crazy psychopath who just showed up one day. There's there's a lot of different takes, but nothing's ever been said, you know, for sure as to how the Joker was created. So I'm really hoping that the show, if they do decide to show how Joker came to be, they write a really impressive story. <laughs> I can't wait. I really am stoked about that. It's going to be awesome. I am too. I'm I'm really excited for On it. Fox. The coolest thing, too, is that the show is being written, at least the first episode is being written by Bruno Heller, who's the guy who writes The Mentalist. Oh, that's a really good show. And he's the producer for the entire series. So if you've seen The Mentalist and you've seen any of the Red John stuff, you kind of have an idea of how good the show can actually be. The Mentalist is just kind of an okay cop drama, but all the stuff that focuses on the Red John serial killer is some of the best TV I've ever seen. It's so good. Yeah. And I think that if he can bring that same kind of story to Gotham, it's going to be just as good as Arrow, if not better. Man, you throwing that out there, huh? Yeah. That's saying something, because Arrow's off the chain. Arrow's off the chain, yeah. There's, there's definitely some potential here, though. We shall see. And the last thing, the smallest... How many people, hang on, before you go, how many people will be pissed that they, like, totally tanked this? A lot of people. Cause I'm one of them. A lot them. of people. Batman is, is probably the most liked superhero out there. Among the most, at least. You know, there's Spider-Man, there's Superman, there's Batman. Well, you know me, my world is about Batman, Joker, and Harley. Oh, yeah, the Harley news. there's some images that have shown up from Arrow of a blonde girl from behind with the Harley pigtails kind of looking over her shoulder it's not a clear image there's so much speculation that that's going to be Harley Quinn and the actress who played that girl is Cassidy Alexa 
who's the ballerina slash model slash actress, but she hasn't outright come and said anything about playing Harley Quinn. She hasn't denied it either. So that would be so cool if Harley, Harley actually makes it to Arrow. Yeah, that would be cool. Suicide Squad, but we've seen the photos. I, I know Does she doing... not look like she could be a perfect Harley? Oh, my gosh. Not... She has the same big eyes Harley has. She has the same big smile Harley has. She got the perfect facial features for that role. Yeah, one of those pictures we saw was like she looks like she's. <laughs> I'm not no, not making fun of her now, but she looks like she's a psychopath. But it's just like wow. Wait, who is this? What is her name? Cassidy Alexa. Yeah, we're not positive on this, but it's a rumor. It's a rumor. We'll know for sure within the next few weeks because when Arrow's wrapping up, there's only three more episodes of Arrow left. I will tell you this: when we watched sad. the episode, well, yeah, I know. When we watched the episode, I was okay. like, yes, I was like, yeah, Suicide Squad. My wife goes, look at Harley, huh? And I accidentally deleted it off my DVR, but I went back. Yeah, she was right. It's got to be Harley. I don't know who else it could be. Yeah, so, I, could, I could see her being a Harley. So I, I'm just waiting. Just waiting. It's going to be awesome. That's all he's going to talk about for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I love the Suicide Squad. I love Suicide Squad, too. It's fantastic. I mean, the, the group that they have for Suicide Squad in the show looks like it's going to be a really good group. Harley as an addition would make it even better, I'm pretty sure. And it opens it up to a lot more possibilities. We may actually see some crazy shit like Yo-Yo or King Shark. <laughs> King Shark! But Deathstroke, man, it's about to go down. Oh, man, I'm loving Manu Bennett as Deathstroke. I can guarantee you the season finale is going to be some kind of freaking crazy cliffhanger or something like that. Probably. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, though. It'll just make us more anticipatory for when it comes back. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a rough time waiting for it to come back. <laughs> the good news is that in between the time it goes away and comes back, the Flash is going to start. The Flash. There's some pictures of Gary Gustin in the full Flash outfit that came out just a yeah. few days ago, and there's some little videos of him like running away from a truck that's flipping over too. So I haven't seen the video. I saw the pictures. It, it looks, looks cool. It looks pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for Flash. And it's the same guy from Arrow. It's the same guy that was with Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. See, I liked him. I thought he was a good actor, portrayed it right. I'm like, hey, this is gonna be a good Flash. So I can't wait. Oh, I do know something. Maybe you don't know the guy that played the Flash originally in the back in the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. He has a cameo on the show. Yeah, I had heard that. That's pretty awesome. Why are you stealing my thunder, man? <laughs> that's, his, that's his job. <sighs> yeah, she looks I'm a pretty, she looks pretty uh-huh. diabolical. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's she would definitely make a good Harley Quinn. So Flash. So we'll have the Flash to watch while we wait for Arrow to come back. I think Gotham in a couple years. Gotham Flash constantly. Probably not a couple years. Gotham next year. Man, that's some good TV news. That is some good TV news. Man. Some good comic news coming up too. Uh, Alright, well go ahead. What's the big comic news, man? Throw it out there. What you got? Well, it's not really such big news as it is uh, some upcoming books that we wanted to highlight. One in particular I'm very excited about that I just found out about today. I know which one it is. What's that? Electra. It's not Electra. <laughs> Although Electra is coming out pretty soon. Probably in May, I think? Uh, I thought it was April. It might be April. Iron Fist? Not Iron Fist. Damn. Uh... It's a book they haven't really advertised yet because they just announced it yesterday. <laughs> okay, what is it? Savage Hulk. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. It's being written by Jim Starlin and drawn by Alan Davis. Nice combo. If you don't know who those people are, shame on you. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. Shame on you. <laughs> you're, you're not an avid comic reader, so well, it's okay you, that you, you don't... you can't pick on people. Okay, well... Fair enough. Fair enough. Shame on you. <laughs> shame. Shame on me, shame on you. <laughs> I'm the one who ripped my pants. Of course they got well, shame. Exactly. <laughs> I'm giving this news two dongs up. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Oh my Jim, Jim Starlin is the guy who basically created Thanos. He's responsible for a lot of the cosmic stories. He's responsible for Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, Infinity Crusade, 
Thanos quest. Thanos is, is among my favorite characters. He's probably my third favorite Marvel character. And I love Jim Starlin's writing. I'm really, really excited to see his take on Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crush. Sure. <laughs> the guy's cool, man. He goes, like, swimming with sharks in cages and shit. He's pretty awesome. He's a little savage himself. He is. Maybe he's doing research. Nice. <laughs> no, I, that's pretty good duo. That's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. When's it come out? Uh, they haven't announced the date. Uh, sometime in June. Because you pretty much get everything Hulk now as it is anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Hulk fan. Yeah, you got a couple of mini Hulk busts in here. Or Hulk there, Hulk this, Hulk that. Hulk in my pants? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like it when he's angry. <laughs> Which one? Eric Banya, Ed Norton, (laughs) Lou Ferrigno? No. Oh, okay. That's disgusting. Another book I wanted to talk a little bit about that I just heard about yesterday Mm -hmm. is a digital first book uh, called Batman 66 meets meets the Green Hornet. What? And it's being written by Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Uh, well, you know how I feel about Kevin Smith. Yeah, I love Kevin Smith. That should be ridiculous. What's not to love? I know, Kevin Smith is freaking... He's like, ah! <laughs> I have no words. He's like, ah! <laughs> you do a little better than that. He's a freaking genius. He, That's is he is an idol. He's a wordsmith. Uh, he's definitely one of our favorite people in the world that we'd probably die to meet. You know, we'd be really happy to meet him. I think if you shook his hand, you wouldn't wash your hand for weeks. I don't know about all that. <laughs> no, you That's wouldn't. That's a little, like... <laughs> you wouldn't wash your hand. I don't, I don't have that kind of infatuation with anybody, but... but yeah, you do. I do admire Kevin Smith immensely. And, uh, but he's, he's a little, like, OCD. He would definitely wash his yeah. yeah, his ocd would. But, no, he would be... I think you'd be starstruck. You wouldn't be able to talk. Oh, yeah, I'd definitely be starstruck. Talking to, like, Kevin Smith would be very difficult for me to talk to. Really? He's, he's I one of, so. He's one of my heroes. I mean, he's, he's a big part of the reason that I'm into comics, a big part of the reason that I'm into podcasting. It would be very difficult for me to ask him a question and not sound like an idiot. <laughs> I think, I think that's true. I think he seems really laid back, and I think he would just be totally like cool. Maybe. That's just my opinion. I mean, I'll never, I'll never know unless I actually bump into him somehow. We'll see. But I'm gonna be with you when you bump into him. <laughs> You're always with me, man. <laughs> In your heart. Uh... In your heart. But I am really excited for the book. Okay. Uh, I haven't read a whole lot of Green Hornet stuff. Uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A long time ago. And I saw the movie, which I didn't hate. A lot of people hated it. I thought it was okay. But again, like I haven't read a whole lot of it. I just remember the Green Hornet back in the day when Bruce uh, Bruce Lee yes. was the sidekick. Yeah. Kato. That's taking it a little far back for some people. <laughs> but like you, I don't know too much about the Green Hornet. But Yeah, I don't, I don't know that much about Green Hornet. But I, I do know quite a bit about Batman 66. I mean, I remember the old TV show. I watched it all the time. Adam West, Burt Ward. Oh. It's, it's campy, but it's awesome. Yeah, that's why when you said King Tut earlier in this episode, <laughs> I thought you were referencing that stuff. I was like, yes! That was the joke. <laughs> but you know, I like Kevin Smith's writing, and I think he can really do Adam West Batman justice. Adam West. So I'm, I'm excited to read this. The only thing that kind of sucks is it's going to be digital first. So huh. it's coming out online, digital versions, and then eventually it'll come in either a physical version or it'll come out just as a trade if it's you know, not popular enough. But I'm, I'm imagining it will be. Yeah, that's, that's some... Pretty cool news. I was a big Batman fan back in the day. That was what got it all started. The Pal, the Biff. I mean, Cesar Romero is the Joker. Uh, the Penguin. I mean, Burgess Meredith is the Penguin. Frank Gorson is the Riddler. I mean, and the multiple Catwomen. Batgirl? Barbara Gordon. Uh, who was that? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember who uh, the actress's name was now. Uh, give me a second here. Yvonne Craig? Oh, Yvonne Craig. Man, I was way off. 
<laughs> but no, it was yeah, it was so funny. The movie was even the movie was great. Yeah, it I was. loved the movie. I gotta find a copy of that. It's out there. It's like for five bucks. Yeah, I gotta find a copy of that. It's been so long since I saw it. I don't know. If you have to really look hard for it on Blu-ray though, but you can find it on a regular DVD quite easily. I don't have to look hard for anything. It's really easy for me to find stuff. <laughs> I understand their eBay boy. Yeah. yeah I, okay, that's gonna be cool. That's definitely something to read online, and it comes out on book eventually to buy that. That that'd be something just to have. Yeah. It's just classic. It's so classic that my younger kids would love the old Batman stuff. They really can't get enough of it, so I think they would love seeing this. This is probably a book for them. Yeah, a couple other books I wanted to talk about. A couple actually coming out next week. They are number one, so it's a really good jumping on point for our listeners, because we, we get asked all the time when are books coming out in, like, number ones. Uh, last week, you kind of missed out, because there's so many good ones. There was Magneto, there was Moon Knight. They were all good jumping on points, but next week, Daredevil's coming out, and it's still being written by Mark Wade. He's gotten awards the last, I think, three years for his work on Daredevil. Uh, it's been a fantastic series from what I hear, but I haven't been reading it, unfortunately. I, I love the character, and I'm definitely going to pick it up this run because it's, it's a good jumping on point. Another really good one that's coming out is an image book called Sovereign, which is a sword and sorcery kind of book. Demons and magic, uh, all that kind of stuff's like faded away, and it's modern times, and, and they're trying to bring that stuff back, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, we talked about this in the office the other day. I can't wait for that one to come out. I'm going to definitely pick that one up. Yeah, that one's being written by Chris Robertson, and drawn by Paul Mayberry. So uh, that one's coming out next week. Daredevil's coming out next week. So if you're looking for something new to pick up, I can't recommend them because I haven't read them yet, but I'm going to pick them up. So I would say it's a good, good uh, chance they're going to be good books. I'd say to pick them up as well. I'm not too much into the Daredevil guy, but I will say when Daredevil teams up with the Punisher and Spider-Man, that is some funny stuff. Like you, I'll probably pick it up, give it a chance, see what it's all about. But Sovereign one, I can't wait for. I'm really stoked about that too. So And then, then in a couple weeks, uh, Silver Surfer number one's coming out. Are you getting that one? Yes, I'm definitely picking up that one as well. <laughs> that one's being written by Dan Slott, who's been doing Superior Spider-Man, and uh, drawn by Mike Allred. Did you make fun of me not too long ago about how much I used to read Silver Surfer? No. I could have sworn it was you. It wasn't me. It was some gunk baloney. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Silver Surfer, I'm picking it up too. Yeah, I'm definitely picking it up, but uh, I wouldn't make fun of you for liking Silver Surfer. He's a great character. So is he going to be a herald, or is he going to be on his own? It's going to be him as a herald, like, I think it's easy, like, far away from Galactus, but he's still the herald. Okay. So he's going to be, like, a solo story. Nice. All right. That should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So there's just a few suggestions. Uh, you don't have to pick them up, but something to look forward to, at least. At least yeah. for us. We'll read them. Yeah, we'll definitely read them. Yeah. It could sneak into the book of the week or top two. Never know. Never know. So if you've been following me on uh, Facebook and Twitter. How would they want to do that for that's how, you get, that's how you get the news. That's how you see pictures of the Justice League comic book that I got in my cereal box today. No hanky-panky? Unfortunately, there's no hanky-panky. Uh, there's a couple of strange pictures of uh, Wonder Woman in here, but... Well, there you go. No compromising positions, unfortunately. What the hell kind of book were you looking for? Thank God. I wasn't really looking for it. I was just wondering if it might be there. And what cereal did you purchase that had this book? Reese's Puffs. Uh, it figures. <laughs> Call me fat. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just saying. What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> no CT Crunch, man? Come on. Heather's the one that wanted cereal, so I got. Uh, I helped her get what she wanted. So you saw the book. Admit this. You saw it on there. And he's like, let's get this one. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. And I said, yeah, I guess we have to buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I mean, I love Cookie Crisp. Can't get enough of it. Cookie Crisp is one of the other cereals that has the comics. I'm leaving them here and going straight to Kroger. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was between these two. <laughs> nice. That's, I'm picking it up when I leave here. That's the truth. My wife knows it. <laughs> Pretty cool. 
it is pretty cool. Something else that's pretty cool is that Comical Podcast has been submitted for consideration to the Geeky Awards. Very nice. That's yeah, pretty awesome, right? That is freaking cool. Basically, you just have to go to www.thegeekyawards.com slash comical dash podcast. That's a mouthful. To check us out. Yeah, I know a little bit, but <laughs> I wanted to actually know how to go and see us. That's cool. Uh, we had to pick an episode to submit, and I asked some of our listeners what their favorite episodes were. Mm-hmm. I got a few responses, but a couple people told me that episode five was their favorite. It's our shortest episode, but multiple people said it was their funniest. So it's the introduction of horse steps. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. That's Mexican robo love. It's isn't Mexican it? robo love. <laughs> that's messed up. So that's the one that's been submitted for consideration. Um, Do we get an Oscar if we win? Well, if uh, if we actually make it past the first round and move to the judging. Uh, There'll be like five that are picked from the podcast section and move on. Uh, we will actually get to fly to Hollywood and be part of the award ceremony and possibly win. I mean, I don't have any kind of expectations for that happening, but that would be amazing if it did. What? <laughs> <laughs> slap me. Slap me. I didn't. What? <laughs> That's pretty balls. It's a legitimate award show. Are you freaking serious? Yeah. So how do we go about winning? Well, we have to wait for the all, all the entries to be you know completed. Okay. And then I guess they have their ju- their group of like 200 people that judge all the ones that move on, and then we'll get notified. I mean, we basically just have to watch and see. When do they t- stop taking signups, and when do they announce who makes it past, you said the first round? Let's see, submissions end May 31st. Okay, so it's still a long ways away. And then July 21st, the nominees are announced. Huh. So we get a long time before we actually find out anything. Wow. But that's also a long time for p- us to get this kind of exposure so people can find out about the show. So can you have more than multiple submissions or just the one? We can have multiple submissions, but uh, this is the one we chose for first. That's still kind of cool. Is this an award show? I guess it happens every year then, I guess. It is. It is. And it's for all kinds of geek-related pop culture stuff. So is it broken down in categories like some of the others? You know how you see the music awards, they have rock and rap and whatnot. I mean, are we broken down into like just what, comical? I mean, excuse me, comics? Or or do we get lumped in with a bunch of other people? The categories are... The nominees are... (laughs) Arts and crafts, comics and graphic novels, cosplay, fashion and armor design, online personality, podcasts slash vlogs, short films, tabletop games, trailers and videos, video games, web series, and websites and blogs. So clearly we're the number two. Number two. <laughs> what does number two work for? That's <laughs> right, buddy, you tell that shit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's That's... That's pretty cool. Man, we've got some great news here today. I know. It's great. But this show's been off the chain. I think so. I think it's been a good one. Oh, wow. Man. Okay. Now I'm really stoked. <laughs> Does America get the vote for us or something? or is it? No, you said the people judge us. Yeah, it's the people that work for Geeky Awards actually judge us. But uh, a few of those people have followed me on Twitter, and hopefully they've checked this out, and I've moved on and listened to other episodes besides the one I submitted. So, you know, hopefully we gain more fans off this. That would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty awesome. We've been sponsored by Audible.com, and now we're going to be a part of the Geeky Awards. That's, that's pretty, right. That's pretty amazing. Did you hear? Now, this, I don't know if you know or if he told you. I mean, we didn't do it, but we even got an email from some group that wanted us to join their podcast nation, which was wow. kind of cool, too. We didn't do it, but that was, I mean, this has been like crazy. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of uh, spotlight lately. We're getting a lot of love out there. Yeah. Thank you all very much. Appreciate yeah. that. We do. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. This has been, I mean, you just rocked my world. <laughs> now, seriously. Me and Hollywood. What's going to happen? Hollywood horse steps. (laughs) 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 Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) But that would be... 
What's your term? Amaze balls. Amaze balls, exactly. I got no words. <laughs> He's clip clopping down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Hire a guy to follow you around like a money python. That's exactly. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna hire a guy to follow you around. <laughs> <laughs> you totally should. That'd be totally. That's awesome. pretty cool, man. This has been an amazing. Wow, it's been amazing. Yeah. You know, as you know, I fought you all the way, and then we started and. We're nine episodes in, man. Yeah, and then the downloads in February were like... It's eight weeks. We, we made it two full months of doing this. Yeah. The it's numbers, a milestone. Yeah, I mean, numbers and people listening and the nice, the awesome feedback we've gotten. We have a sponsor now, Geeky Awards. Now, just be, us, just comic book news and everything in general has just been like amazing. Mm-hmm. Great time to be in comics. It is. It's a fantastic time to be alive. It's a fantastic time to be a comic book fan. Yes, it is. Indeed. Indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I may uh, use that soundbite somewhere in here. Wow. <laughs> so the last thing, uh, just to remind everybody to support us, please go to audibletrial.com slash comical and sign up for your free 30-day trial and your free audiobook. If you don't like the service, you have 30 days to cancel it and you won't be charged a thing, but it would really support us. We get we get our support from them, regardless of whether you stay with the service or not. So we have a lot coming up. In May, we're doing Comic Palooza, like we've said, we've mentioned a few times. We got to buy T-shirts, we got to buy a digital portable recorder, we got to buy a banner, and all that stuff's going to cost a ton. So helping us out here would be tremendous, and we'd really appreciate it. Like I said, anybody that does support and forwards me the email, the confirmation email, I'm going to make sure that you get a direct link to the bonus blooper episode that we're going to set up for you. That's right. Remember, over 150,000 titles to choose from. There's lots of, lots of good ones. I, I already made my free trial and listened to Steve, oh. listened to Stephen King's Desperation. Nice. It was pretty good. Surprised you didn't get The Hobbit. I'm more of a horror guy. You know, we've already talked about that. Yes, I know that, right? <laughs> so. so, again, audibletrial.com slash comical. And that's how they get their free trial. <laughs> audibletrial.com slash comical. Nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. We've been sponsored. And lastly, you know, for those of you who don't already know, our website is, of course, comicalpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. And on Twitter, we're at comicalpodcast. And now, at comicalpodcast2. Two. two. Because Miguel wanted his own account. I did not want my own account. Who does number two work for? <laughs> Works for me. Read <laughs> <laughs> about your blog. And, of course, if you want to read my nightly blog where I talk about all the terrible things that happen in my life, it's comicalpodcast.tumblr.com. I may have one coming soon, too. Oh. God help all y'all. <laughs> if you ever knew me in my rants on a daily basis. Yeah, you'd hmm. be surprised. He's actually pretty tame on the show. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got for today. Good job, man. Good job. You want to close this out, Heather? Keep on laughing, bitches. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>